This is mutual. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Asalis, I have to commend you for handling that Canada terrorist crisis as smooth as you did. I thought the Prime Minister was literally going to cry on live television at the prospect of facing the American military. Inside, I wanted to laugh, honestly, because I know they don't have the guts to fight anyone, let alone us. (laughs) You never cease to amaze me. Mr. President, I'm going to be blunt with you. Canada was merely a test. I think you and I know exactly what is in play here. But I need to know if I can really trust you. How do I know you are not just spying for the group? Hey, hold on now, Asylus. You and I go way back. And I have done nothing but be supportive of you, in private and in public. There's nothing I wouldn't do for you. Just ask me anything. But if you need me to prove my loyalty, I am unsure as to how I can do that. So, you're going to have to rely on your faith and intuition. Look, I understand you feel a little paranoid, and I'm sure there are people in your midst that are trying to undermine you because they work for the group. But on my honor, I would never betray you. (sighs) Sometimes I don't know who to trust, but believe me, if I thought I could not trust you, I would not have you in my home with my wife and family for Christmas, now would I? Come on, Silas. You're too smart for that. And I know that if you want to know somebody, you do the most unpredictable thing to throw them off. I'm happy you invited me over for Christmas dinner. I really am. I just hope this gesture is genuine and not some ploy to fill me out and to see if I'm a traitor. That just isn't right and you know it. I know it isn't. Forgive me, Joshua. You and I have been through a lot together. You are true to your word. But let's be honest with each other. They have their claws into you. I shield you from a lot of it, but they still have ways to get to you. See, you are still alive because they think they can use you and because I am loyal to my friends. I suppose that is an awful position to be in, but that's why I make sure you are always protected. And I appreciate that. Look, Asilas, if you're trying to ask me something, just ask me. (sighs) Will you tell me what is happening over there? I need to know if you are willing to sacrifice yourself for the sake of our nation and our people. Will you enter into their midst and report back to me what you see and learn? Asylus, if I go back there, they'll know exactly what I'm doing. I'll never walk out of there alive. So be convincing. Sacrifice something of mine. Like what? All they want at this point is your head. Bring them someone they will accept as a down payment. I happen to know the group wanted the one who coronated me after I was sworn in. The Pope refused, as you know, so I crowned myself with Jeff Turnbull of the World Evangelical Alliance on hand to bless my coronation. We had to fake his death in order to keep the group from getting to him. Asylus, no. You can't do that to Turnbull.
The world already thinks he's dead. And I happen to know he is willing to do this for the sake of mankind, not just America. He is ready to make this sacrifice, Joshua. He is your ticket back inside. I need you to do this and find out what they are planning. If they suspect anything of Silas, they will kill me, too. Which is why I am asking you if you are willing to make the ultimate sacrifice for your country. No, no, for the world. This is a fight to save humanity. Kingdom Radio Theater. The Rise of King Asylus is brought to you by the J.V. Micah Publishing Company, publishers of the Blake's Secret Short Reader Series for Beginner English Learners and the I Want to Learn English textbook. Please visit www.iwtle.com. Former President Joshua Jackson was sent by King Silas to infiltrate the monster group using an evangelical leader as proof of his loyalty. President Jackson was immensely nervous about bringing the evangelical leader to them. He knew they would torture him to a slow, horrific death. He also thought they would do the same to him. But strangely, they accepted his gift and welcomed him with open arms. President Jackson managed to keep his composure. During their meeting, Jackson was made to watch as hooded members of the group tortured the evangelical leader, dismember his body and throw him into a large fiery pit that was at the feet of a giant statue of Moloch. Five goblets of the man's blood were passed around and even Jackson had to drink from them. Then, three of them removed their hoods. Jackson recognized them. They were famous music moguls and entertainers. When Jackson returned to New Eden, he went straight to King Asylus to tell him what he saw. You look like you've seen a ghost, and sweaty nervously. It must have been pretty bad. It was awful, Asylus. I mean, we've seen some pretty ugly stuff over there. But two nights ago was something out of a horror film. I don't know if I'll ever be the same again. Relax, Mr. President. Take a deep breath. What did you see? Well, first, they tortured Turnbull. And we knew they would do that. But then they dismembered his body, poured his blood into these medieval-looking cups and made us all drink from them. And then they threw his body into Moloch's pit. Okay, okay, you, you got in and saw all that, and I'm, I'm sorry you had to see it. 
What did you learn, though? I saw famous music producers and entertainers. They were the ones in charge of the torture and all the gross stuff. It seems they were the ones overseeing the ritual. And they were the most evil people I had ever seen at all these gatherings. Who were they, Joshua? Maybe you've heard of them or know of them. But the main one is a rapper by the name of Gangsta T. You know who he is? Sure I do. I, I don't care for his music, but kids love it, it seems. Well, I'm pretty sure they're putting demonic subliminal messages in their music. Subliminal? They blatantly put it in their videos. I told Minister Oreb to crack down on all those that break the censorship decree. But that guy and those in his company, I think they're called the Death Kingdom label, they have been under scrutiny for a while now. Be careful, Silas. People really love you, and they love that you don't intrude on their personal lives. If you start to pull their music, they might turn on you. People love to blame you for anything that goes awry. So just be prepared to face some public backlash if you go after Gangsta T. What kind of backlash could there be? They are sick, twisted devil worshippers. Asilas, you could be called a racist, a fascist, or some other ist. A racist? <laughs> That's absurd. So, we'll round up devil worshippers of all races, men and women alike, and make a spectacle of it. Are you sure you want to make a public spectacle? Don't you think the group will know I'm the one that fed you this information? Mr. President, for all we know, they let you in on purpose to see these guys, just so you could come back here and tell me how horrible they are, so I can do their dirty work for them. It's very possible they want to get rid of them and figure I would do it for them. Like if they can still control me. God, I really hate them. Okay, now calm down, Asilas. Let's think of the best way to do this. Maybe you should bring in Minister Oreb and Quentin Capone and hash out a plan. News, where news comes first. Good evening. We have breaking news from the entertainment world. Superstar rapper and music mogul Gangsta T, whose real name is Maurice Tyler Moore, has been arrested and charged with violation of the censorship law decreed by King Asylus earlier this year. Mr. Moore was repeatedly warned by the office of Jeremy Orib, the Minister of Interior, to not release any new songs until they were approved by the minister's office. Yesterday, Mr. Moore's record label, Death Kingdom Records, released Gangsta T's second album since the decree. Tonight, Mr. Moore and several of the record label executives are in jail, awaiting trial for crimes against the Crown. We are hearing mixed reactions from fans across the country. We go live now to our own Phil Maccabee in New Eden to get reactions from residents in the capital. Phil, what are people's reaction? 
Good evening, Tom. Fans of Gangsta T and other rap artists are expressing discontent with King Osiris' decision to arrest music artists. Some went so far as to accuse the king of being a racist and that these arrests are an indictment on the African-American King Osiris faced many challenges as an absolute ruler, but he never had to explain himself and refused to debate with anyone about his decisions. In the case involving the public trial of Morris Tyler Moore, otherwise known as the rapper Gangster T, Osiris would not yield to any questioning of his motives for making a public spectacle of the rapper and others in the music industry. Usually, these open public trials were overseen by justices and in some cases Capone. Asilas wanted people to come to know Jeremy Oreb as someone who has all the faith of the king and stood with him during this event, which was watched by billions of people worldwide. citizens standing in the trial here in this open court are followers of the occult these men and women who are adored and idolized by many youths are nothing more than devil worshippers satanists this is not speculation we have sworn testimony incredible witnesses, including the former President of the United States, Joshua Jackson. This man, Mr. Moore, and executives of his label, Deaf Kingdom Records, have been identified as participating in murder. Human sacrifice. They are accused of being complicit in intentionally putting satanic messages, subliminal and blatant, in their songs and music videos. They are accused of participating in the kidnapping, rape, and mutilation of children, of human trafficking, and high crimes against the crown. Minister Oreb, what say you of this matter? Citizens of America, the people standing before you are charged with high crimes against the crown and the capital crimes of kidnapping, rape, and murder. 
The evidence presented to the Office of the Ministry of Interior is sufficient in carrying out the maximum punishment for Mr. Maurice, Tyler Moore, and his accomplices, Herman St. Mark, James Kane, Abby Malik, Delilah Gomer, and Samiria Manson. These men and women from different walks of life, different ethnicities, and different backgrounds all found their way to the most nefarious group this world has ever known. They are pawns in a sinister plan to destroy America through normalizing evil in their forms of entertainment. In the opinion of the Office of Interior, there is no redemption for these vicious crimes, as there is no remorse for what they have done. These poor excuses for human beings have no morality, no shame, and only wish to deteriorate our society with their filth. So as you stand accused, I ask you here and now, to state, state your, your case, case, or, or simply, simply admit your, your guilt, guilt and, accept and accept your fate. Very well. If you do not wish to speak, then allow me to state your fate. This court finds you guilty of the crimes you have charged with. And the punishment for your crimes is death by hanging. If you die at the end of the road, your bodies will be taken, dismembered, thrown into a fiery pit, just as you did your victims. Even this punishment is enough to make you pay for what you've done. Guards, take this gun to the gallows, put the rope around them this instant!
There's clouds forming in the east There's things pulling out of reach, yeah A tough tone, a fratricide All alone, I try to hide Cell phone, a closed mind A bad scene, yeah. we're running out
Asylas, I'm glad you are back. I missed you. But I can't believe you killed Gangsta T and the others. I don't understand. Why did you do that? Because they had very bad intentions and poisoning people through their demonic frequencies. Their what? Look, I don't think they were bad. I actually like their music a lot. Really? And tell me, what is so good about their music? Well, I'm not sure what you mean. What kind of feelings do you get when you listen to them? Okay, sometimes it makes me want to run. So I listen when I am training alone or going for my runs. Or when I am at the gym on my own. I can listen when I'm training with the cadets. But on my time, I listen and I run faster, I think. So, it makes you want to run. But how do you feel inside? In your heart? In your mind? Well, some songs make me mad, I can't lie. Like, I think I am being oppressed and somebody's making me do things I don't want to do. So, yeah, I get, like, a fire burning inside me. I feel like fighting or punching somebody. But not all the songs do that. What if I told you those people worship the devil? Like, no lie, for real. They actually kneel and pray to the devil. What if I told you that's what they do? I would say that's not relevant because there's no such thing as the devil. Maybe they think they are praying to the devil, like Christians think they are praying to a god, but really they aren't praying to anything. It's in their heads. In their heads? Why do you think people even pray in the first place? I don't know. Maybe they think God will give them something, like wishing for money or something. Don't people do that anyway? Don't you wish for things and have hope? I do, but I don't think some magic man in the sky is going to give it to me. So why bother wishing at all? Why bother thinking you want anything in this world? What is the reason anyway if not because we are given a purpose from a creator? Why bother building rockets to go to other planets? It doesn't matter anyway. There's no real purpose. We're just here existing for no reason at all, whatsoever. I didn't say I have no purpose. Essentially, we don't have any purpose if we don't have a creator. Think about it. What purpose does a car have? To transport people too lazy to walk? The car has a purpose because we decided what it was. The car does not think for itself and does not rationalize. Now we have computers, artificial intelligence. They exist because we made them, but they don't rationalize. Not yet, anyway. But once they do, what will they ask? Probably the same thing we all ask. Why are we here? And we'll tell them, but they won't understand. Just like we don't understand. But humans are not magic. We didn't magically create them. You assume God is magic. Perhaps God is the most brilliant entity that exists in the whole universe. He knows all the rules there are to know. He's immortal. He's so far above our comprehension that it appears as magic, but it's really his dominance over the rules of the universe. You lost me. Look, to me, God is not a real thing. A real thing is like a rock or your lips, but I can't touch God or the devil for that matter. So you have to touch something in order for it to be real and true. 
I would say so, yes. Can you touch a thought, a dream, an idea? Can you touch the feeling of love? Come on, Asylas. Those are not things. I can see a rock, I can see your lips and touch them. A thought is not a thing? A dream is not a thing? Well, yes, they are things. And they are real? Yes, they are real. But you can't touch them, can you? No, you can't touch them because they aren't physical. And you can feel them, right? You can see them, right? When you close your eyes, you can see images and dreams and your thoughts, right? If I say giant green birds, you can see them in your mind, right? Of course I can see them. Let me ask you something. How can you see things in your head if your eyes are closed? Where is that image generated? Well, I don't really know. I don't think anyone really knows, but it's definitely in your head. So you admit there are things that exist that are real, but you can't touch them and you can't explain how it is they are real, right? Because, as you say, they are in our heads, but still real. My king, if you're trying to say the devil and God are real, this isn't how I will be convinced. I will guarantee you this, Abigail. God reveals himself to you in the form of beauty in nature, in the love you feel, in the happiness of life, without the need to explain it. When the devil reveals himself, he does so by tricking you into believing what you do is okay, even though somewhere inside you know it's wrong, like stealing or lying or doing things behind people's backs. The things we know as humans that are bad to do to one another, the things we know that are immoral, Those are the things the devil tricks you into believing are okay. God does not need to trick you. God does not need magic. God only needs to love you. Because without God's love, we will surely destroy ourselves. And it will be the devil who will show us how. I'm not sure I understand what you mean, my king. I'm afraid when you finally do, it will be too late. After the hanging of several music artists and their producers, I directed Minister Oreb to go full force on stopping the streaming and distribution of music and other forms of media with subliminal demonic messages and backmasking. I also commissioned one of the country's top Christian universities, whose science department was credited for innovating and cutting-edge technology, to create a system that could detect subtle frequencies in any form of media that contained satanic and maniacal intimations. This technology, plainly dubbed the poison filter, is the key weapon in Minister Oreb's arsenal in our effort to rid the country of the filth and perversion that has been destroying our youth and all Americans since long before the war.
I know these actions have some harsh critics, but one of the benefits of being an absolute ruler is those who try to push me too far will find themselves in a hell of their own. So the pushback is minor. I know the sentiment is there, the dissatisfaction with some of my decrees. But the people are sometimes like children in that they don't always know when something is bad for them until it is too late. The monster group has had their way with media for far too long, and it is about time I stopped them cold. It is now, after all, the silent war we are in the middle of. Most people are completely unaware of this battle for their souls, for their control. Even less are they aware that this war was waged thousands of years ago. And I am not the first, by a long shot, to fight these immensely powerful and evil people. I swear to all of my countrymen, I will not be defeated by them. Listening to the Rise of King Osiris, Episode 5, Poisonous Frequencies, starring JV Torres as King Osiris, Steve Fisher as Minister Jeremy Oren, Clarence Jackson as the President, Naomi Castillo as Abigail Sierra, Don Rosinski as Newsreader, and narrated by Sergei Brezhnikov. This episode features the song Killer Climate by DJ Elevator featuring B Diamonds. Visit their website at www.urbannatureproductions.com. This episode also features music by Dave Travis, Brian Shaviri, Incompetech.com, freesound.org, and Audio Jungle. For more information about this program, the music, and the cast, please visit our website at www.theriseofkingofsilas.com. This has been a production of the New Kingdom Radio Theater, a subsidiary of the J.V. Micah Publishing Company in Baltimore, Maryland. Copyright 2018. And stay tuned for Episode 6. There are a number of everyday precautions that we can all take that may help to slow down the spread of the coronavirus. The first is to make sure to clean your hands often. Now, washing your hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds is the best, but if you don't have that, try to use a hand sanitizer that has at least 60% alcohol. 
and to the extent possible, avoid touching high-touch surfaces in public places. These are things like elevator buttons, door handles, handrails, or of course handshaking with people. Wash your hands after touching surfaces in public places. Avoid touching your face, your nose, and your eyes. And clean and disinfect your home to remove germs, practicing routine cleaning of frequently touched surfaces like tables, doorknobs, light switch handles will make a difference. Avoid crowds, especially in poorly ventilated spaces. All these small things that we can do may help to slow down the spread of the coronavirus. For more information, go to cdc.gov and be well, everyone. <laughs>